There are times in our lives, aren't there, when we're just about at the end of our rope. We don't know what we're going to do. We're in a situation that seems uh, like we just can't come to any kind of a resolution or a solution for it. There was a teacher whose name was Helen Morosla, sorry, and she tells a story about a ninth grade class that she taught years ago. She was a math teacher, and they were learning a new concept, doesn't specify what it was, but she said her students and her were working very hard at it for a long time, but they just didn't seem to be getting it. And they were getting more frustrated as time went on. And then one Friday afternoon, at the peak of frustration, she said to them, you know what, let's just forget math for today. Let's do something different. She asked each student to take out a piece of paper. And it was a small school and everybody knew everybody. And she asked them to list each student in the class and then write something nice about them. They spent the whole rest of their class period doing this assignment. The teacher went home that weekend and compiled a list for each of the students of all the nice things that were said about them and distributed them again on Monday. Well, as the kids looked at the lists, their faces seemed to light up. They were happy about some of the great things that were said about them. And then they went on to their math lesson and no one ever said anything again about those papers. Until years later, when there was a class reunion and the students came from that class and the teacher was also present there. And one of the students walked up to her and said, I have something to show you. He opened his wallet and he took out this folded up, taped and retaped sheet of paper. And he removed the paper and he showed it to her and she knew, she knew right away what it was. It was that list years ago. Well, the other students that were kind of gathered around in one place, one after another, said, well, I still have mine too. One lady said, I keep mine in my dresser drawer. Another said he had tucked his into his wedding album because it was a precious memory to him. Another one took it out of her, took, took it out of her purse, carried it with her every, everywhere she went. She was overwhelmed, obviously. She didn't expect that. Now, who would have ever thought that what a teacher did out of frustration on a Friday afternoon would have such a lasting effect on all these people? You never know. You never know how something small that you do for someone else might affect them. The funny thing is that we may not even think that what we did was a big deal, and that's usually the case. It was no big deal. We just thought it was the right thing to do. But to another person, it made a world of difference. It was just the right time. 
and just the right thing to do. Well, Jesus taught us that the kingdom of God is like that. Listen to his words. The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground. Now, you and I might say that sounds like pretty poor farming, just to scatter the seed and hope for the best. But a lot of good seed would be lost if we just scattered seed on the ground. But Jesus isn't giving us farming lessons here. He's telling us about the kingdom of God. He's saying that the very tiniest of seeds can produce a very, very big, very fruitful harvest. One June morning, 145 or 150 years ago, in Switzerland, a man named John Henry Dunant heard that a war had started in Italy. So he headed for Italy. He wanted to see for himself what was going on. And so he went and he saw soldiers fighting on a hillside. Everybody was shooting at everybody else. Men were being shot and falling to the ground and horrible cries of pain. He had never seen anything like this before in his life. So when the fighting stopped at dusk, he went into town and he asked people to go to the battlefield with him and help these folks out. So ordinary citizens like farmers and bakers and tailors and bankers and whoever was there that uh, would help went with him, and they spent that night giving first aid as best as they could and trying to help these wounded men. Well, Henry went back home, and it was hard for him to forget what he had seen in this whole experience. He decided that he was going to write down what he'd seen and what he'd done, and he described the horrible sight of the battle, the horrible sight of people being shot and he suggested that every country probably ought to have some kind of a relief society a kind of an emergency service to help people when they're hurt when they're in need well his letter that he had written circulated and about five years later the first rescue society was organized in Geneva Switzerland it was called the Red Cross. And soon, other countries joined. And they forgot about old Henry until 1895, over 30 years later, an article appeared in a newspaper. And it got public attention. He got public attention once again for having hatched this idea. In 1901, he was given the very first Nobel Peace Prize. Now, who would have ever thought that a man who was just curious to see what war looked like, what this battle might look like, would bring so much good to the world? The Red Cross today, wonderful organization. What would we do without it? But Henry planted a seed. He planted a seed that would germinate and that would grow and grow and grow and continues to grow today and would help millions of people all over the world. That's the way the kingdom works. 
great harvests from tiny seeds. That's one lesson from this parable. But there's another lesson that's just as valuable. And that is that growth, now listen, because this is important to remember. Growth is happening whether you see it or not. Even when you don't see it, it's happening. Jesus said, the earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. It's a mystery. You know, we still don't know what causes a seed to sprout. We still don't really understand that. Scientists have not been able to ever create a synthetic seed and make it grow. Growth is a mystery, and I think always will be. Our job is not to grow the seed, not to make the seed grow. Our job is to plant the seed. We don't know if they'll ever take hold, but that shouldn't discourage us, it shouldn't stop us. Growth doesn't happen because we understand or because we manipulate that seed in some way. It's God's work. Leave the growing up to God. Just do the planting. It's easy for us to lose patience and say, what's the use? There's nothing coming up. But wait. The parable of the scattered seed teaches us that just when we're about ready to give up, some seed will sprout. Just when we think nothing is happening, something happens. We need to be patient and not give up because sometimes growth takes longer than we expect. God works in ways we don't understand, in ways that we do not see, and we have to be patient. And patience isn't a word we like to hear. There was a couple who adopted a daughter. They were told that she had emotional problems, and the adoption agency told her, frankly, that the girl would be very difficult to raise, and it might be better if they just left her stay where she was. But they believed that faith and love could conquer anything, and so they adopted her. Well, it didn't take too long before they began to think that the people at the agency might be right. This girl was trouble. As year after impossible year passed, they met with principals, school counselors, teachers, psychiatrists, and all sorts of other professionals. Words like character disorder, sociopath, psychopathic personality kept coming up and were used to describe her behavior. The experts all agreed that there was not a lot of hope. She was probably not going to be very good, fun very functional in society. Well, over the years, the parents prayed, prayed long and hard, and saw no results. She just continued to go in that same direction. Eventually, she ran away. A short time later, she was found. From there, she went to a detention home and then into halfway houses and ended up in foster care. They lost track of her, and they lost all hope of ever seeing her again until years later, they found her. 
they discovered to their amazement that their little girl, who had been so much trouble, had finished high school. She'd gone to college. She was married. And she was raising two children who were very well adjusted. The parents said, we're ashamed because we lost faith. But God was still faithful. God never stopped answering our prayers. Whoever would have thought that their daughter could have changed so very much. It must have been the seeds of love that they planted and their prayers that made the difference. God works in ways we don't understand. God's ways are not our ways. And I know we hate to hear that. That's one of those catchphrases. But you know what? It's true. He often works slowly when we want him to work fast. But surely he gets it done. He does his will in his world, in his time. The kingdom of God is like seed scattered. Growth happens even when we don't see it. And may I suggest one more lesson this morning. Great things happen from small beginnings. Jesus explained that the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all seeds on earth. But from the smallest seed that was known in that day, a large shrub would grow. The mustard seed is a very, very tiny speck of a seed. It's really small. You've got to really look for it if it's in the palm of your hand. But it grows to a very large shrub. And it says in the scripture so much that the birds of the air can make their nests in its shade. It's hard for us to get excited about this because we live in a day of all sorts of amazing discoveries and all kinds of cool things. But for people living then, it must have been amazing to think that a tiny little seed that size, just a little speck, would produce such a big plant. The parable of the mustard seed is a story of encouragement for us. Things might not be what you and I want them to be right now, but there is still hope. God works in very mysterious ways. God is still with us even when we're frustrated, even when we give up, even when we say, what's the use? Even when we're not faithful, he is always faithful. God is still with us when we're frustrated, and God is the source of the growth. Growth starts out small, like a mustard seed, and then it blossoms into something big and meaningful. You probably don't recognize this name. If I say the name Rita Rizzo, anybody recognize that name? Not the one on Greece. Not that Rizzo. Rita had a rough childhood. She grew up in poverty. When she was a young woman, she decided she wanted to become a nun. She believed that God was calling her into a television ministry. She didn't know anything about TV except how to turn it off and on and change the channels. But she prayed about it and she decided to go ahead with this project. She believed that everything would fall into place because she believed it was God's will. 
She had $200 and a handful of other sisters to help her. She became the only woman in religious broadcasting to own a network. This humble nun was seen by millions of people on her program, Mother Angelica Live. It was impressive what God and this little nun did together, what they accomplished. There on that site was a monastery. There was a network facility, state-of-the-art stuff at the time, a print shop, and a chapel. Mother Angelica didn't take herself too seriously. If any of you remember watching her, she was kind of funny, which is probably why people enjoyed her show. She had a studio audience, and she had people would call in from across the country. Her show was not proper. It was not polished. She wasn't well-spoken, but she offered firm, honest, no-nonsense advice to people who needed it. She was quick to point out if they were, she thought they were doing something wrong and they maybe ought to think about changing it, but she was just as quick to be loving and compassionate and kind. Often on her program, she would minister to anonymous callers or she would counsel couples. And at times she would even scold someone who called in and admitted that they were a drug addict or that they were an alcoholic. She would bring God's healing to people, people who might not have reached out in any other way. Who would have ever thought that Rita Rizzo, coming from humble beginnings and starting on her own with so little money, could reach out and help millions of people? Whoever would have thought that from such a tiny little seed would such a large shrub grow? That's how the kingdom works. Tiny seed. Mysterious growth. And that's the story of the church. The church worldwide. The local church. Whoever would have thought, think of it, from this little group of 12 disciples over 2,000 years ago, as imperfect and human as they were, the gospel message would spread to every corner of the earth. It's happened. You and I are here today because 20 centuries ago, a tiny seed was planted. They planted the seed. They didn't make it grow. They planted it. God provided the growth. If we're gonna grow, that's how it's going to happen. We plant the seed. God provides the growth. Are there some tiny seeds that you and I could be planting? Things are opening up a bit. We're able to be around people again. We're able to communicate again. We're able to gather again. Is there a word of love, an act of encouragement that we can provide someone in need? Is there a ministry either here in the church or in the community that you could be involved in, realizing that from the tiniest seed, great growth can come. And this church has a lot of great stories of great growth. 
we were involved from the beginning, correct me if I'm wrong, but we were involved from the beginning with the, uh, when, when the hospital started here in Peru. Our pastor was involved in getting that hospital going. We were also, our people were involved for a very, very long time. I don't know if we established it, but we've been a part of the food pantry for many, many years. Tiny seeds. Big growth. Is there some ministry? The kingdom of God is like seed scattered on the ground. Do you, do I, have some seed that we could scatter? I think we do, and we will. And with God's help, we'll see it grow. Amen.